By faith, Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to be mistreated than enjoy the passing pleasures of sin. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. As the final chapter of Deuteronomy opens, and of course the final chapter of the Pentateuch, we read of the death of the man who penned these five books under the inspiration of God the Holy Spirit. Almost certainly, the words found in Deuteronomy 34 were written by somebody other than Moses. Nonetheless, they are, like all scripture, the revealed, inspired, inerrant, and infallible word of God given to teach, reprove, correct, and train in righteousness. The first five verses of Deuteronomy 34 reveal to us the glorious providence and promises of Yahweh. Hear now God's word. Then Moses went up from the plains of Moab to Mount Nebo, to the top of Pishkah, which is opposite Jericho. And Yahweh showed him all the land, Gilead as far as Dan, and all Naphtali, and the land of Ephraim and Manasseh, and all the land of Judah as far as the western sea, and the Negev, and the plain in the valley of Jericho, the city of palm trees as far as Zoar. Then Yahweh said to him, This is the land which I swore to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, saying, I will give it to your seed. I have let you see it with your eyes, but you shall not go over there. So Moses, the servant of Yahweh, died there in the land of Moab, according to the command of Yahweh. Moses was 120 years old at his death, And yet, in our text, we read that he had strength to climb a mountain and reach its highest point. He had the clarity of sight to view the vastness of the promised land. He had ears to hear the word of Yahweh. What he lacked was the ability to go with the people he led for 40 years into the promised land. He could look upon it, but not enter it, just as Yahweh had told him, And we have it recorded for us in Numbers chapter 20. We see in our text the providence of Yahweh in the life of Moses. And we know that whatsoever comes to pass is via God's decree. With Moses and in all things, we see the command of Yahweh being fulfilled. We also have a clear picture of providence and the promises that God keeps. The promise that he made to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Even though Moses, the servant of Yahweh, wasn't able to enter the earthly promised land of Canaan, he was about to enter into heaven itself. Like Simeon, who said, Now, Master, you are releasing your slave in peace according to your word, Moses was ready and eager to depart this earth and enter into his rest. As we heard in the introduction from Hebrews, Moses refused a life of ease and luxury. Rather than enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, 
he chose to be mistreated with the people of God. As we continue reading in Hebrews 11, we are told that Moses lived regarding the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures of Egypt, for he was looking to the reward. Moses' life was far from easy and trouble-free, but he faithfully fulfilled his calling despite it all. And by the grace of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, he was able to enter into his eternal rest. All of God's promises find their yes and amen in Christ. And in his gracious providence, all who are in Christ will hear these words. Come, you who are blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom which has been prepared for you from the foundation of the world. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him.